0: Hi everyone, welcome back to Criminal Curiosity, a true crime podcast. I'm your host Jade, and I hope you all are doing very well. You know, I hope your day gets better or it is going according to plan, you know, whatever time you're listening to this. Um, Thank you all so much for listening. It truly means the world and it just makes my day. So today I'm going to be talking about Tina Watson's death, who died when she went scuba diving on her honeymoon in Australia with her husband. The question of this entire episode is, was it a scuba diving accident or was it murder? Tina Watson was born in West Germany on February 13, 1977. She was put up for adoption and on January 24, 1980, she was adopted by Tommy and Cindy Thomas. They raised her and her younger sister in Walker County, Alabama, then moved to Louisiana in 1990 and then to Birmingham, Alabama. She had a medical issue called proximal supraventricular tachycardia also called PSVT, which is a really fast heartbeat that causes palpitations, fainting, sweating, chest pain, and shortness of breath. Tina was taking medication for this, but it really wasn't working and it just took the energy out of her. When she was 24 years old, she underwent minor surgery for PSVT on August 16th, 2001, and it was... Very successful surgery. Her family said that she was much more healthier and she was much more happier. She attended the University of Alabama and at this time she was engaged to a man named Scott, but they broke off their engagement. Tina's friend said that Tina's mother didn't approve of the relationship. I don't exactly know why, but she then began dating a guy named Gabe Watson in January 2001. So Gabe Watson was born March 5th, 1977, to his parents, Glenda and David Watson. He was six foot three, so he's a pretty big guy. His friends and family said that he was a nice and friendly person and that he could get along with anyone. I feel like that's what everyone says about people in the true crime community. <laughs> um, he graduated from Hoover High School and met Tina at the University of Alabama. On New Year's Eve 2001, Tina went to a party that Gabe would be at. He would have asked her out multiple times, but she said no. And then a few weeks after New Year's Eve, they started dating. After graduating, Tina worked as a manager at a clothing store and Gabe worked at his father's company. Gabe was very passionate about scuba diving and he was a certified rescue diver. But Tina wasn't the biggest fan of scuba diving. It just wasn't her thing. In January 2003, Tina began taking diving lessons, you know, just to be able to do something that he likes and he would appreciate it that she was doing something that he was passionate about, you know. Her parents were concerned because of her previous heart condition PSV team. Tina's father, Tommy went to Gabe and told him that he's worried about her and Gabe just brushed him off. You know, he said that he had to do things that Tina loved and Tina should do the same thing for him. In February 2003, Gabe asked Tommy for his permission to marry Tina, but Tommy was hesitant and never said yes or no, but Gabe didn't really care. Gabe was always taunting Tina with a wedding ring, I don't really know what the purpose of that was, I guess he'd be like, "Ooh, look, I have a wedding ring. You know, I don't, I don't know. But he wouldn't propose to her. And according to Gabe, he was just waiting for the right time to ask her. On April 20th, 2003, Gabe hid the ring in an Easter egg while he sent her on an Easter egg hunt around the house. When she found the ring in the Easter egg, Gabe then proposed to her. Now, her parents weren't that happy at all because the communication was just off you know he gabe asked tommy to marry her in february and now we're in april and he's just now proposing so it was just weird and they thought that gabe did what gabe wanted to do and that it was just all always about him on september 26 tina went to her father and asked him to increase the life insurance and to add gabe as the sole beneficiary Red flag number one. Or I don't even know. Red flag, I don't even know how many you get from this game guy. But if your partner asks you about life insurance or mentions it, run. <laughs> like if he says put me as a sole beneficiary just in case something happens, you best believe he's going to be the reason something happens to you. Now Tommy thought that this was weird to put him on the life insurance so fast. You know, they weren't even married. They've been engaged for some time. So Tommy told Tina that they could talk about it when she got back from the honeymoon. On October 11th, 2003, they got married. Their honeymoon was the next day and they would be going to Australia for two weeks. In the first week, they would go to Sydney, Australia, and the next week they would go to Townsville, Queensland. In Townsville, they would board a cruise and perform 25 scuba dives, you know, visiting the reef sites and there was a shipwreck that you can scuba dive into the water to see it. Now scuba diving is one thing that I would never ever want to do in my life along with jumping out of a plane or bungee jumping. Like I'm, I'm fine watching this. I'm fine watching the sunset. I don't like the water. It literally gives me so much anxiety. I just prefer when the water touches my ankles much less be in the depths of the ocean and if someone was to force me to go with them like hey let's go on the scuba diving trip it would be a no for me and I would just take that as a sign that you want to kill me because you know that I don't like the water I don't like scuba diving I don't like any of that you know I just like the land you know if you go scuba diving that's great for you but if you don't don't go. So. At the time, Gabe had 55 dives, while Tina only had five. So you can tell that Gabe was way more experienced than Tina was. So because Gabe was a certified rescue diver, she felt safe around him. So if anything happens to her, you know, he would be able to save her because that's what rescue divers do. They (laughs) save you if you need saving. So... They were going to be doing a different dive, like a much harder dive where a professional diver would be there with them. But Gabe told him that he's a certified rescue diver. He knows what he's doing and he's like, we don't need your help. And as they were getting ready to dive, Gabe's dive computer messes up. The dive computer measures the time and depth of the dive and it tells you how much time you have underwater for you to come back up safely and it kind of scared Tina because he's done this so many times and now something's wrong with his stuff and it just of course put her on edge so they dived off of a boat called Sport, and on October 23rd 2003 like I said the dive was considered difficult because of the depth and the current of the ocean there were people on the boat just in case something happened but before the dive Gabe asked for additional weight for Tina because she wouldn't be able to descend to the bottom of the boat without the weight. So, if you're a much smaller person, it is harder for you to descend to the bottom than a much heavier guy like Gabe. 6'3", 200-something pounds, it's much easier because his body weight just brings him to the bottom. So, within minutes of them being underwater, Gabe said that Tina started acting concerned And trying to signal to him that something was wrong. Gabe said that Tina accidentally knocked off his breathing mask and then he starts to panic so he's trying to fix his mask and he said that he was distracted and wasn't paying attention to Tina. So when he gets his mask back on he starts to look for Tina and notices that she's sinking to the ocean floor. And remember Gabe is a certified rescue diver and what do rescue divers do? They save people from drowning like lifeguards do. He should know what to do. He sees her sinking. He should probably go save her. No, he doesn't. He swims up to the boat and gets help. Underwater, there was a man named Wade, and he was an underwater instructor. So he sees Tina sinking. He grabs her and brings her to the surface, and he took her to another boat called Jazz Tomb, and Wade gives her CPR for 30 minutes. People ask Gabe you know why didn't you bring her up you say you're a certified rescue diver she's your wife why not bring her up and he responds by saying that he never learned how to take someone back up to the surface it's like being a lifeguard oh i'm not going to save this person why because i never learned how to save a person what okay 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 sure so Gabe swims back to the original boat, and he doesn't even ask where Tina is or if she's okay. The people on the boat found it weird, and they said that Gabe wasn't, you know, acting sad or upset. He was going around asking everyone for hugs. They then take Tina to the hospital, and the doctors found it weird what happened because she had very little water in her lungs. You know, if you sunk to the bottom, she would have a lot more water in her lungs. Wade finds it weird that Tina sank because you don't sink unless you've been weighted. And if you haven't been weighted, your body just naturally floats in the water. Some people were doing the same dive and they saw Gabe give Tina a bear hug underwater while Tina was struggling. One diver took a photo of his wife just underwater, just on vacation, and Tina was in the background at the bottom of the ocean, laying face up. And the couple didn't realize that until the photos were developed. Gabe went in for questioning and his story was always changing. Saying he went to get Tina, then saying he swam to the surface, he never got her. And nothing he was saying was making any sense on how she sank to the bottom. When he went to go save Tina, he noticed that she had all her weights on. She had a weight belt on and he had to take that off in order to bring her to the surface. Because it it was just a lot more weight. Later on in the investigation, they found out that Tina was wearing 20 pounds of weight when she only needed eight pounds to bring her down to the boat, which screams suspicious to me. But sadly, Tina passed away at the hospital. Gabe called his parents and told them what happened, but he told his parents that he didn't want to talk to Tina's parents. And he told his parents to call Tina's parents and told them what happened. And the coroner ruled Tina's death as drowning and that nothing was suspicious and that it was an accidental drowning. Tina's dad didn't believe any of it. You know, he had his suspicions about Gabe and now his daughter was dead. You know, it just wasn't making any sense to him. So five days later, Gabe and Tina's body were flown back to the United States. So the funeral happened pretty quickly after they got back gabe and tina's family and friends they were there and they all said the same thing about gabe that he was acting inappropriate like he wasn't acting sad or acting like someone just lost their spouse he was just acting weird so there was an incident where they were standing in front of her casket it was an open casket and gabe's friend said that gabe turned to him and said quote at least her breasts look perky, end quote. Like, what? Like, your wife just died, and that's what you're saying. Like, and I don't think he, like, ever realized that, like, how it might look to him. Like, your wife is dead, and you're just gonna say that of how she looks. I don't, he's going straight to hell, I can say that. So later that year, Gabe sent Tina's family a Christmas card and it was a picture of him and Tina at their wedding. And it was always a tradition for them to send Christmas cards like a lot of families do. So Gabe followed this tradition and on the card it wrote, quote, who's that sexy guy next to Tina? Oh yeah, that's me. End quote. Like what was his reason for putting that on there? I, I don't know. That is a great question. I just, I don't know maybe it's just gabe it was a gabe thing so after everything calms down gabe tried to file a payout on the travel company for the interrupted trip but the insurance company tells gabe that the injury during scuba diving wasn't covered by the insurance and that he wasn't entitled to tina's life insurance either now remember tina asked her dad to put gabe as a sole beneficiary and her dad said that they would talk about it when they got back from their honeymoon because Tommy had a feeling. i was literally like pointing at the mic. It's like, yeah, Tommy knew exactly. He was like, mm, that's just suspicious. I'm not putting Gabe on there. Tommy wasn't believing a single word that Gabe was saying. If he really wanted to know what happened to his daughter, he was going to have to dig a little deeper. A few members from the sports ship reached out to Tommy wanting to help in any way, you know, and give him the answers that he deserves. They told Tommy that Gabe never went to the boat that Tina was on when she was receiving CPR. So Tommy decides that he's going to go to Australia and just figure everything out. Tommy goes and talks to the diver that brought Tina back up to the surface and then he went to the police, you know, just to talk to them a little bit more. And the Townsville police agreed that there was reasonable evidence of foul play. In July 2004, the case was listed as a criminal case and not an accident. The police noted several inconsistencies with Gabe's story. Tina's body wasn't where Gabe said it was. Gabe also said that he saw two divers on the way and told them what had happened to Tina and that she needed help. But police found out that there were no two divers that he was talking to. There were some divers watching from afar and they said that there was no one around Gabe and Tina. Gabe said he went to the surface to help Tina, but his dive computer was telling a different story. It basically was saying that he was just taking his sweet, precious time to get back up to the surface. You know, not that his wife is at the bottom of the ocean floor and he actually wanted to help. On Tina's dive computer, it showed that she resurfaced a couple of times pretty quickly which made them believe that she was going up so many times because she was panicking you know so this proved that tina wasn't experienced at scuba diving there was a small amount of water in her lungs and they believed that tina had passed out during the dive and her mouth would be relaxed on the mouthpiece allowing a small amount of water they suspected that gabe turned her air off until she was unconscious and turned it back on before he let her go So remember when the witness said that they saw Gabe giving Tina a bear hug and she was struggling. So they believe that Gabe gave her a bear hug, turned off the air, waited until she passed out, and then she sank. But dive experts, that was just nearly impossible because Tina would have been able to reach the surface before her air ran out. After interviewing several scuba dive experts police learned that Gabe was experienced in bringing people to the surface because he was certified in rescue diving, like we've talked about before. Then the police went to investigate the company Tina and Gabe dived with. The company labeled each diver according to their skills and the amount of dives that they had performed. Only 15 of Gabe's dives were ocean dives, but on a form they had filled out, he never mentioned it. But the company thought that Gabe was way more experienced with, you know, these type of dives. And the reason they thought that was because Gabe kept saying multiple times that he was experienced. He knows what he's doing and that he's a certified rescue diver. If the company had followed protocol, they would have had a trained diver to make sure that they were safe. Gabe never told the company about Tina's panic underwater. He just completely left that part out and said that she sank. Tommy Tina's father said that every time he visits Tina's grave he brings flowers and they would literally just disappear. He believed someone was stealing them and he believed that Gabe was the one stealing them. Gabe wanted to exhume Tina's body and move it to a land that he owned and he never got a tombstone for her grave and he just left it unmarked for three years. When Tommy found out where Gabe moved Tina's body, he would do the same thing. He would place flowers down and the next day they would be gone. And even hours after placing them down, they would be gone. So Tommy went to the police and explained the situation. The police set up cameras and found out that Gabe was the one taking the flowers. Gabe's excuse for removing the flowers was that Tina didn't like plastic flowers. Gabe, his excuses are absolutely whack. It, it bothers me so gabe began to date another woman named kim and she looks just like tina which i found a little strange but they got married in august of 2008. the authorities in australia fly to alabama to look into the case some more the police found some dirt i guess you would call it on gabe and it showed that he wasn't the husband he said he was authorities found out that the couple once ordered pizza. When they got into an argument and Gabe would throw the pizza slices at Tina. They also found out that they had broken up before their engagement because they were always arguing and Tina was just ready to move on. Tina was set up on a date and when Gabe found out he was just absolutely furious. He was calling her and harassing her but they eventually got back together when Gabe proposed. Police thought that the insurance payout was the motive of this entire thing. In May 2009 gabe was brought back to australia to stand trial he agreed to go if they dropped the case from murder to manslaughter and at his trial he was convicted of manslaughter and given a sentence of four and a half years but the judge suspended it and changed it to 12 months the alabama attorney general appealed the sentence because he thought they were being too lenient and added six more months making it 18 months in total which is still lenient, you know, but okay. The Alabama Attorney General wanted to bring the case to America and they wanted to try the case in Alabama. They said that there was evidence that the Australian courts hadn't seen. The trial in Alabama was that Australia wouldn't allow any evidence in Australia to return to America without the permission that Alabama wouldn't seek the death penalty. So they all agreed on this and Gabe was brought back to America to be tried again. The Attorney General indicted two counts. One was capital murder and the other one was kidnapping with trickery. The Attorney General said that Gabe tricked Tina into taking dive lessons and going to Australia. Alabama courts removed Gabe from Tina's estate and gave it to Tommy, her father. Tommy asked Gabe to return Tina's personal belongings but Gabe didn't want to. The trial officially went to court on February 13th, 2011, which would have been Tina's 35th birthday. The court wasn't allowed to use his odd behavior and the attempt to raise Tina's life insurance. Like, they just weren't allowed to use it as evidence, which, I mean, that was the entire case. I don't know why they didn't use it. I don't know what was going through their heads, but there's no evidence. So, without any evidence, the judge decided that there wasn't any evidence to convict Gabe of murder. And he was acquitted of all charges. Gabe said that he's at peace with it and he wants to rebuild his life. Which I feel like that's what anyone says when they've basically gone away with murder. Oh, yeah, I just want to put it all behind me because that's not me and I want to start a new, fresh life. And it's like, no, no. Tina's family didn't get the closure that they deserved um personal opinion though not that not that anyone ever asked but i think gabe had a lot to do with it you know he knew exactly how to make it look like an accident so that just shows that he's really smart you know but apparently alabama doesn't think so so do you guys think that tina got the justice she deserved no i don't think so did gabe get the punishment he deserved no no way in Jose. No, he did not. So it's very sad that money is a big factor in the reason people kill their spouses or just anyone in general. Do not mention life insurance. Don't think about it. And if you have a life insurance, run. Of course, it's not always like that for couples. Um, but when you watch so much true crime stories and stuff like that, you think the worst of things, which I mean, true crime does bring that out a lot in someone it makes you more aware though you know and it makes you pick up the signs from like early on but not everyone knows that so if you're listening to this and your friends that are married tell your gal friends tell your guy friends that if either one of them like either one of their like partners mentions life insurance run it's better to run and survive though, than to get a nine hundred thousand life insurance and die a week later, and your spouse just so happens to be the sole beneficiary, and your spouse is the reason that you're dead. Am I thinking too much into it? I, I don't know. Like stories like this makes me not ever want to have a partner. <laughs> like people always like try to set me up with people, and it's like no, stop. I'm only 20. I don't, I don't, I don't want this because I'm gonna look at you and think that you want to kill me just because I'm a human being and that may be a good reason, but I don't know. I, I don't, (laughs) maybe I'm looking too far into it, but who knows what the future will hold for us. (laughs) So that is all for today's story let me know what you guys think. Do you think Gabe had something to do with her death or do you think it was just an accident? Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned for next week's episode that comes out every Thursday. You can follow my Instagram at Curiosity Pod, where you can see the pictures of the case behind the scenes or just to keep up with what's going on with the podcast. This podcast is available on all podcast platforms such as Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. You know, that would mean a lot to me. Also, please be safe out there. If anyone mentions life insurance run, look out for one another. Until next time, bye everyone.